Hi, this is Paige. And this is Blake. And this is the Celestial Greens Podcast. Where we, the Greens, talk about celestial things on a podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Ba-da-da. Okay, we are back. Yeah, this one is uh, repentance and forgiveness, and I think that it is I think a, it goes along with faith and family life. I, uh, well, yeah, I think so, because just generally, I mean, until very recently, um, repentance was only a religious word. I mean, it still mostly is. Can you scratch my back? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's it, it just right there? lower. Okay. lower. Can, we, can we move forward now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I think that... Um, where this comes into so much importance. You know how we were talking about in the last chapter about um, like families with equal commitment levels, couples with equal commitment levels and the success that they have versus those who have differing commitment levels. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, so having equal commitment levels does not mean that you won't make mistakes. It doesn't mean that you won't do something wrong and it doesn't mean that you won't get mad Mm -hmm. at your wife. Or husband, whichever way it happens to go. (laughs) I get mad at you way more than you get mad at me. Yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) Um, So anyway, it it doesn't mean that you won't have... It doesn't equal perfection. Correct. Or even even less um, disagreements. Yeah. You know, Uh, you can certainly have a lot of disagreements even when you are equally committed towards success. I honestly think you should be disagreeing on some things. You, if you agree on absolutely everything, something, somebody's lying. You would say that. You are. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I think so, it's about approaching it, it without contention. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. So on that statement you made, I don't know that it means that somebody's lying or if it just means that somebody is, Weak-minded. I guess, lying to themselves. Maybe, yeah. Right. Not like, like, Oh no, I don't disagree with you. It's that they're saying, Oh, well, I just disagree, but I don't care. And I just want to get along. So I'm going to say, I agree anyway, but yeah. Um, or they've been beaten to submission. Harsh. I'm just saying. I mean, it's a possibility. So yeah, this one of repentance and forgiveness has been, um, really important for us. I think that we've had so many opportunities to um, to forgive and a lot of opportunities to repent. We fight constantly. We have a really difficult marriage. <laughs> um, that's almost entirely true. <laughs> Shut up. We're fighting. Uh, we're fighting now. That's how we started our relationship. <laughs> our first date, he... He, he just I was so, so stupid. No, okay. So it was this thing that I just thought was funny to just be like, no, that's it. We're fighting over like nothing at all. Right. And so we went to see this movie and she said something and I pretended to be upset about it. And then she gave me this look and I was like, that's it. We're fighting. And, and moved, then I moved like, away. Four seats over <laughs> yeah, in the like, movie theater. It's not like it was crowded, right? It was a very empty movie theater. We were seeing a movie that had been out for like three weeks already. Like I was so confused. Yeah, I, and I, I was too because like it was just this thing that I thought would be funny to do. <laughs> it's it's a miracle we are married. <laughs> well, anyway, I apologized. I repented, and she forgave. <laughs> 
and here we are today. Ta-da. How many years? Coming up on 14. Coming up on 14. Coming up on 14 years. Um, so, yeah, like, I mean, I say that, and it sounds like a joke to say we have had lots of opportunities to <laughs> repent and to forgive each other, but that's like the honest truth, yeah. really. And and the nice thing is, well, nice thing. I I really am pleased with how we have learned yeah to more quickly apologize and more quickly forgive i think i think that's the operative word because we did not enter this marriage forgiving and apologizing with ease or with swiftness yeah stuff would just like fester oh yeah and and boil over and explode i feel like i've mentioned this before but the hardest thing about being married is apologizing but not just when you know you're wrong and you know everybody should apologize when they know they're wrong but it's apologizing when you don't think what you did was wrong or uncalled for or anything other than it upset the person that you're married to and and the hardest part is doing it quickly because you have to quickly see their perspective Mm -hmm. you have to quickly say oh i that is actually really bad quickly and sincerely you can lie all you want i can do that real fast right yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay honey i'm sorry whatever (laughs) no but like yeah we we have we've had those where i've done something and you get mad at me and you're like that was really really mean that happened yesterday yeah that happened today <laughs> but it was like you and you pointed out and i have but like without attacking and that's something i needed to learn how to do was yeah, to no, not <laughs> jump on you right away or but... rather than rather than jumping it was like oh i'll show him i'm gonna get him back yeah. right now and make him feel terrible all right easy tiger i'm just saying like... <laughs> early in the marriage that was a very common occurrence it wasn't to make you feel terrible the goal was to show you how i felt and if you happen to feel terrible as a byproduct but i'm not <laughs> excusing that that wasn't the right way yeah that's correct <laughs> but my point is that now i feel like i am better able to uh first of all in, in our situation specifically see that there is no malice 99 percent of the time there's no malice intended mm-hmm. in fact 99 percent of the time you're just trying to be funny and it falls flat well we're gonna go with that and <laughs> and to just like not get angry or even sometimes like we're like sometimes you say or do something and i just have to like act like it's fine until I know I can talk about it and not be so mad at you yeah. or so, or feel so hurt about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's other times when you just quickly say, I'm not happy with this. Right. Or like you give me this look and it, and it happens fast enough. And I've gotten now to the point where I understand the way you think. And oh, the way just you by perceive. a look without, yeah, where I can, that is 50% uh, involuntary. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. <laughs> I see it happen. And I've now come to realize, like, I, I I basically, like, jump forward in the future, the three hours when you're finally ready to talk about it. And I go, she's going to say this. Mm-hmm. And so then I just grab that and go, oh, I'm sorry. That was really, I shouldn't have said that because of, and I, like, I point out why I shouldn't have said it, right? Like, that has you, happened, like, three times. Well, okay. So often enough that my mind remembers it and your <laughs> mind remembers it, too, which is you know, a clear indicator that it has occurred. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not some wizard, you guys. Um, 
what? Where, where I can just, I'm not perfect. This is what I'm saying. Oh. I don't have magic abilities and I, I don't see the future. I am not a mermaid. <laughs> so we just throw that. You are a wizard, though. <laughs> I'm a muggle. I'm a bit mugglish. Um, so what I was getting at was I, I am getting better at recognizing what it is that you are feeling, mm-hmm. right? And why you're feeling that way. And so I can more quickly, you know, personalize that to me and go, oh yeah, that's actually, I would feel really bad if that had just happened to me. Or even if I can't relate to it, I go, oh shoot, that's something she doesn't like. She's sensitive about this thing. And I I hear I blew it again and I need to apologize. (laughs) And I I, I think that that's really occurred, right? That I've, I've gotten better at recognizing those times and apologizing. I think you've also gotten better at the repentance process with not to say like, I'm not trying to level myself with Christ that you've repented to me, but you have repented to me Yeah. for things. Ask for forgiveness. Yes. And I think that you have gotten better in doing that in that before. Uh, I mean, like I remember in the early years of our marriage, you would like apologize for how I felt. I'm really sorry that you felt this way yeah. or like, that was such a jerk move they, or like, I'm, I'm sorry. You got offended by that, <laughs> but you meant it sincerely. Like you were like, well, I need to apologize. And this is the only thing I can figure out that I can apologize for. Yeah. But I, I feel like you have grown into being able to be more empathetic, yeah. seeing where I'm coming from, seeing how things could be taken and apologizing sincerely for, for doing those things, yeah. not just for how I reacted. I know I, what I used to, I used to basically say, I'm sorry. I wish I hadn't done that thing that was offensive to you. Mm. Right. I don't feel like I was wrong for doing it, but I wish I hadn't done it because here you are mad at me and I don't want you to be mad at me. So I wish I hadn't done it. I'm sorry. I did it. Right. That yeah. was, that was my apology. Um, that was the, the, the kid. And I, and I wasn't trying I to be, caught. yeah, I wasn't trying to be snide about it. Like I wasn't trying to be a jerk in that apology. That was just like, that's what I could do. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. And you never like said it sarcastically. You were never, it was never said with malice. Yeah. It was said. It basically like, was like, I regret, up. I regret that this whole thing occurred. Let me apologize. Yeah. you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm in this situation, which is different. It felt different. Yeah. It's better now. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that was better than me saying, I didn't do anything. I don't need to apologize. Yeah. That was, that was, (laughs) that that was was what I did. Right. Yeah. I was like, well, I Uh, didn't. You're like, um, I meant that and I still mean it. (laughs) I was, (laughs) I was like, my thought was always, if I like apologize or admit wrongdoing, he's going to think he's right. And then he's going to do it again. Yeah. So it's my job to teach him a lesson. (laughs) Teach me that I was wrong. So wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that was a terrible perspective to I had, hold. I had no siblings you held it for a while. I had no siblings <laughs> that I did not have to parent. Basically, yeah. my siblings what, were all way younger than me. And what we what we discovered was that so you and your dad used to get into. We these, talked about this before, I think. Yeah, but yeah. in in context of this, I think it bears repeating. Um, so this is how she explained it to me. That my dad is a wonderful man. He is, and I love him very much. I do too. He's not the best reconciler. Does he listen to these podcasts? I don't know. Oh, he okay. might one day. Oh. <laughs> I'm not getting in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, he won't tell you that this is any different, that you guys would fight, right? I mean, to the point of yelling at each other. And then, mm. no, you wouldn't yell? I would cry before I would yell at oh, my okay. dad. Well, anyway. I think now I, I yell at I him. Think I remember but I yelled at him in jest. I think I remember you telling me that he would yell at you. 
Well, yeah, because he's the dad. Right. So anyway, to that to that point, and then and then with no resolution, you would just go to your room, mm-hmm. like on your own, right? Not like that's it, go to your room. You no, would just like we go would to your isolate room and close ourselves. Yeah. Self isolation. Right. Before and then, it was popular. And then when you. <laughs> <laughs> before isolation was a thing we yeah. were doing it um so and then eventually after things had like had time to cool off you would come back out and like he would be like you want me to make you a burrito yeah he'd have like dinner for you or something and that wasn't like a symbol of apology or i'd it was sit down just we'd like, like watch the same show just like a truce yeah yeah, like you would just agree Peaceful not truce. to bring it up anymore. Yeah. You wouldn't keep the fight going, but there was no resolution. No, we never we never really talked. And it, I mean, it worked for us. My dad was not very touchy-feely when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I mean, our relationship is great now. It's yeah. not like it damaged us at all. But that's not the best husband and wife relationship yeah well and i think that you probably would have benefited from resolution with you and your father on for sure issues. i'm just trying to say it's not like it hasn't scarred me to the point of you know what i mean yeah. it's not like something that but it, i but dwell it was on. but it was something that we had to work it through. was it did create a stumbling block for our marriage yes yep so that in addition to not having any siblings my age or like i never had a roommate i didn't go on a mission i never had to deal with a companion yeah. It was just oh, oh, the companions. I was now that okay? you brought it up. Yeah, I mean, most of my companions were great, but every once in a while that you little, had one that was just like flashback. No, I just remembered like this. Fight. We are discussing repentance and forgiveness. I know, but fights that we got right. into, and then and you like having your companion. To, yeah, of course. You did. <laughs> yeah, I one so one senior companion who I we had this one instance where it was like we had a a disagreement and it was silly it was like over it was about the ad no oh Oh, that was a different one yeah no this one that i'm thinking of where he actually contacted me years later after the mission like when i was still going to college and he called me up and he's like oh hey um you know i just wanted to kind of talk to you you know it's been a while and i saw your sweet family on facebook anyway i just was remembering about this, you know, that I, I, that I didn't treat you very well when I was your senior companion or whatever. And I was like, I don't think you mistreated me, but I think he was just calling back on this one instance yeah. where we like kind of got in a fight in front of, you know, some people that we were investigators visiting. Yeah. Like we were not, Dude. <laughs> it's not like we got into it and started yelling at each other, but I, I, corre- I corrected his Spanish, <laughs> not intentionally. I swear. I wasn't like, uh, elder, you said it wrong. You know? Yeah. Um, excuses. Go on. <laughs> he's, he said this phrase, he said it incorrect. And it was one that I had just been working on for myself. And so I just immediately like said the correct way, not like pointedly at him, but just said it. Like when the kids say something or that you'll tell them to do something and they'll say, okay. And I'll say, yes, sir. Like, I don't even think about it. When I'm, like, cleaning yeah, at other people's houses, cur- I, like, have to – I'm one of my friends' house, and they tell their kids to do something, and they go, okay, I have to, like, bite my tongue to not yeah. say, yes, ma'am. Yeah, because we try – we have our kids saying yes, sir, and yes, ma'am instead of okay, right? Because yeah. okay comes out with attitudes. Yeah. Anyway. Well, so does – yes, ma'am. Ma. Yeah, yes, ma'am also comes. So <laughs> the point is that I was, I was just trying to – I wasn't trying to correct him. It was, like, a reflex. Yeah, right? yeah. Because I was working on the language myself. Anyway. That what happened was he stopped and looked at me and he's like, uh, no, <laughs> you know, like, so he made I made it a thing. So I corrected him. He made it a thing. He was like, 
why, why would you say that? That's wrong. And I was like, okay, I, I didn't mean to say it, but I'm not wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> and then it, I, I, this wasn't going to be a thing, but I'll make it a thing. If yeah. I'm yeah. Make it a thing. But, and the people we were talking to, they were like, that's okay. We get it either way. You know, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but he called and apologized Ye- like years later. He I had already to get that repentance. Yeah. I was already over it. Right. But apparently he had something lingering and wanted to talk to me about it. So anyway, I thought he that probably was nice. had gotten married, told his wife about it. And she was like, well, you're stupid. And so, <laughs> probably not. She probably still thought he was right, but it didn't matter. It didn't he matter. just wanted to call and apologize for the feelings that, that were brought up by whatever that disagreement was, which I thought was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, now in, in marriage, I have certainly had to, have I, how have my apologies gotten better? They have gotten better in sincerity. I think. Do it, I do I do less stuff bad? <laughs> what? <laughs> do I have more greater need of repentance or less need of repentance of late? I don't know, man. That seems like you need to do some soul searching and figure that out. No, no. In your opinion, do you find that I need to ask for forgiveness more or less often? I don't know if you need to ask for forgiveness less often or if I just don't care anymore. (laughs) I'll take it either way. I don't know which one it is. But I don't feel the need. Like, it doesn't hurt me. I honestly feel like I'm just less sensitive. And then you are also more mindful of the way that my emotions work. And I think those two combined, it's Captain Planet. We are leads, good marriage. Yes, leads to less conflict and and. Yeah. What about the other way around? Do you think I've gotten? I I certainly think that it's improved. That I have, I am, less upset, less often. And, and that is also a combination right. yes. of. Yeah, I think it goes the same way that you are more aware of of how your actions and words are impactful mm-hmm. um it, also there are times that you specifically like will take care of me you know like you do this these selfless actions um bringing me food in my office or something like that where mm. it's just like oh you're thinking of me that's really sweet you know and and those positive things outweigh the little negative things that if there were no little positives the little negatives would turn into big negatives you know? yeah yeah but the little that positives balance. yeah they balance it out and that was something you had to tell me about right i was like i'm not being mean to you and you're like you're not being anything to me <laughs> you know it's like you're only funny if you're also nice yeah you can't make fun of me and have it be funny if i don't have any reserve of right and i can't just confidence ignore either. in our relationship yeah like if let's say that i wasn't trying to be which is unfortunately still a thing that i try and do very often everybody well <laughs> yeah but you've been really nice so you've been funnier yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean let's just say that i wasn't trying to be funny often right yeah and i i instead was just being nothing like just kind of ignoring not interacting right then i'm yeah not, i'm still that's still not building up any positivity yeah um and so then it starts to really weigh in um, which I think we've gone through bouts of that. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, marriage is like the stock market. I think, you yeah. know, we, we are, if you look at us at a, <laughs> a as 14 a 14 year trend, yeah, we are, we right. are, we are going, we are getting better, <laughs> yeah. but within that upward trend, yeah, there are hills and valleys. And, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That, that was a good, that's a good comparison. <laughs> yeah. Maybe everybody could have heard if you would have kept your mouth closed while I was talking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
I'm trying to be agreeable. I should be more silent. No. Speak. Just respectful. Am I too mean when I'm trying to be funny? Are we trying to be funny now? I am always trying to be funny. <laughs> I thought you were funny. I am funny. <laughs> but, I feel like but also a right. lot of people do not think I'm funny. They just think I'm mean. I think that you perceive that that's what they think of you. Most of the time, people that you are like, I don't think they like me. And this doesn't happen with a lot of people, by the way, but like a couple people in the ward will like tell me, they're like, your wife is so funny. And then I tell you, and you're like, I did not think they liked me at I th- all. I thought, our, I thought our bishop hated me. It turns out he's was just mostly deaf. He wasn't hearing my oh, jokes. Oh yeah, he couldn't hear your jokes at all. <laughs> I would like He said, my, if you're talking on this side of me, nothing. <laughs> my jokes are usually like, snarky asides yeah because i think i'm funny on a one-on-one basis not like to large groups right and i would like say fun like i thought funny things to him and then he would like change the subject and say something else to me and i was like oh he didn't think that was funny i need to not joke with him but he literally just wasn't hearing me yeah which i am thankful for maybe you weren't that funny or you're thankful that now i was starting to feel weird like real weird at church yeah like oh he hates me yeah but there were some other some other um some of the sisters in the ward even oh yeah that you didn't think that they liked you or whatever and they would tell me um that they just thought you were hilarious like she and she's so good in lessons she's so good in class and oh my goodness she's so funny and then i told you and you were like i didn't think they liked me <laughs> so I think it's some of it is just a perception of maybe you see their reaction. If you don't laugh uproariously when I say something to you, yeah. then you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's slightly true in certain situations for sure. Uh, so back to family and repentance and forgiveness. Yeah. Um, from a religious perspective, I'm going to read this now. The need for perspective is clear. Hundreds of years before Christ's birth, King Benjamin taught that salvation cometh to none except through repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And President David O. McKay stated that no principle or ordinance of the gospel is more essential to the salvation of the human family. He specified family. Family was kind of David O. McKay's thing. Yeah? Sure. Okay. It was uh, more essential to the salvation of the human family than the divine and eternal operative principle of repentance. Is that, was David O. McKay, was that the one that started um, family meetings? Is that his? I believe so. He was the one that said you shouldn't like yell unless there's a fire. Yeah. I that yell so right. much. There's a lot of fires in this house. There's a lot of fires in this house. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love yeah, you. we should work on that though, for sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, so the, yeah repentance and forgiveness specifically within between members of the family forgiveness matters so yeah we've been talking so much about um husband and wife because you know we're the ones talking but i think repentance and forgiveness we kind of touched on it with me and my dad with your your family is between parents and children yeah yeah and i want to bring up when our son uh got okay so our kids are not allowed to have screens in their rooms by themselves obviously for reasons mm-hmm. and um once it's lights out and bedtime it's bedtime our son had been like when he couldn't fall asleep you'd get up and get his ipad 
end. Oh yeah, he was playing it. And like, no, he was watching Zebra. Oh, the gamer. Which is like this guy who plays video games, but he's like, he doesn't say anything bad. Yeah, and we they're have, all, and they're, and they're, they're like. They're all clean. They're yeah, all they're good. We've watched it with them. Like there's nothing, if he plays like Mario games, there's nothing wrong with the thing itself. Um, just that it was bedtime and yeah. he had it in his and room. He, and he knew it was a rule he that he knew. wasn't supposed to have. Yeah. The way we found out is my dad like got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and he heard him in his room laughing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he told me and you know, the next day I had mentioned something to our son and he over and over again denied it. And he's like, no, I don't know. I didn't know. And then finally I told him, Caleb, I know you did this yeah. and he just broke down yeah like he was crying he's eight years was that old. when he got sick like did he throw up from it yeah he got so stressed out and he felt so guilty he may he threw up yeah but that but he also threw up because he was guilty about watching youtube when we told him these are yeah. not things that we like dig into him like my whole point of this is when he told us when yeah. he finally like came clean and said that you know it had happened before and he you know had done this he was so he felt so bad and he was so like obviously repentant yeah and sincere he, how many times he told you that he had done it a couple of times yeah. right he told me he did it like more times so like each time that we he was asked to tell he felt safer to yeah. to give more of the truth because you know? i was so impressed with you i was ready to be upset I mean, because he lied to me so many times. And yeah. that's the one thing I tell him all the time. The yeah. worst thing you can do is lie. But, he, you know, we end up, all three of us, sitting on the floor in our dining room because, you know, he's so distraught. He sits down on the floor. And so Blake sits down next to him and just picks him up and holds him. And he just keeps saying, hey, I forgive you. I forgive you. Do you believe me? Do you do you know that I forgive you? Mm -hmm. Do you feel forgiven? Like over and over and over again until he like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, the little shaky yeah, like cry. Like stopped crying. And he was like <laughs> able to, and there was no consequences from that that I can think of. Yeah. Because. Well, because we didn't need to. I mean, other than like <laughs> now we keep his tablet in our room at night, but that wasn't yeah. like punishment. That was just a precaution. Yeah. Well, that wasn't even, I mean, that was some things that we were, and sometimes it's still out there being plugged in. I take it. Oh, you always bring it yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. Well. But the point is you were, you handled that so much better than I did. And you, you could see that he was already suffering and you could see that he was so sorry. And so where I wanted to like, okay, let's not set a precedent of no repercussions. Now there has to be consequences. You saw he just needed forgiveness. Yeah. Like that's what was. Some, some kids, some people just have a really strong guilt complex, right? Like as soon as they've done something wrong and they feel it, they feel it hard. Other kids, it's like, I don't see what the big deal is. Rachel right? will lie to us all day long. And yeah. Up and down. Our <laughs> she daughter. Might. Well, She's just like, well, I did this. Okay, but it's okay, right? <laughs> like she just, she, I worry about her. Our son, he has, like, he, there's other time he accidentally saw something on YouTube. They're not allowed to watch YouTube because we've just seen too many, like, even if what they're watching is fine, the yeah. ad becomes inappropriate. Yeah, there's just weird stuff on there. And he, like, he will think about it, about when he watched something, and then he will feel guilty. Yeah. So guilty. He'll, re he'll remember this time that he accidentally did this thing he wasn't supposed to do, and he gets sick over it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, and it's not like, you know, he's this perfect kid. It's, 
he, oh no. <laughs> he, he makes mistakes all the time, but it's these things that he knows he's not supposed to do. And he does yeah. intentionally knowing he's not supposed to do them. Cause you know, he has ADHD. So he like has like these fits sometimes where I think he's just reactive. Yeah. But when he does something <clears throat> intentionally knowing that he's not supposed to do it, that's when the guilt hits him. Yeah. And is we're almost out of time, but I just wanted to say you could see, and it, I think, strengthened my relationship with him definitely strengthened your relationship with him yeah and just helped him to feel secure that's that's what just kids, straight offering forgiveness i feel like kids need that when they rec as soon as they recognize and you can see their sorrow in it already you don't need to add you don't need there's no reason to add to their sorrow yeah. that at that point what they need to understand after they felt sorry because those are the steps to repentance right mm -hmm. you recognize you did something wrong you feel sorrow for it um and then you need to try and make restitution, and ask for forgiveness, right? Mm -hmm. So there's one more step in there I forgot. But in any case, he had already gotten to the point of feeling sorrow. And so the next thing he needed was to, to move forward. We t said, you're not going to do that again, right? And yeah. obviously he was like, I don't, I will never do that again. Yeah. And, and so then he just needed to know that he could be for, that he was forgiven right that it's like we're not holding on to this we're not going to make you feel bad about it we love you thank you for telling us the truth yeah thank you for telling us the truth we love you you're forgiven yeah. and it and still took knowing, him a little while but that that was obviously that was the next step he needed and i think knowing that you know if i have these true feelings of of remorse and i seek forgiveness i don't like he doesn't have to be afraid yeah to come to us and, and tell I, us what's going on with him yeah. oh we are almost anyway that's I think it's easy to apply that to a child because you love them so much and you take care of them. But like, it's, it's good to look at that situation and apply that to your spouse as well. Right. And I think it all also to apply it to yourself. That's in your relationship, hardest. in your relationship with God. Yeah. If I, as a, as oh, we've a, got like 30 seconds. I know as an imperfect father, if I can forgive my son that quickly, then he can understand how a perfect father can forgive him for other sins as well. That was what I was thinking of when I was talking to him. That's the perfect way to end. Thank you. Okay. Love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. To everyone else, not Blake. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>